Because it's like, I think you need to buy something. I know exactly what you need to buy. Oh wow. So my friend Vicky, um, in England, it's she's been trying really hard to grow an avocado seed, or like a sprout from her avocado mm -hmm. seed, and she was taking a picture of it, like to track its progress, and then she noticed in the background, somebody's car got vandalized <laughs> outside. That's, um, She's like, thankfully, it's not mine. I'm like, it's like, yeah, they were really pissed. Yeah. I oh, picture, like, wait, is that my car? What? <laughs> I would be very upset if I noticed that. I'd be like, I hate. I hate. Hate, hate, hate. Fanatics, as you find yourself winding down this wonderful Friday Eve, it appears that you found yourself listening to the 110th episode of Three Fans in a Pod, and we thank you for joining us. As always, we have some wrestling news, and we're going to run down all the wrestling that has happened this past week. All of it? All of it! Well, just a, just a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so let's uh, go ahead and scoot right along and... Uh, we got a lot. We got we got a lot to talk about. So we're just gonna scoot this right along, ladies. You know, Birdie would like to know what we are drinking this evening. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm sorry. I'm drinking Gatorade. <laughs> what I'm drinking? The queen has rejoined us after the lice epidemic in her kingdom. <laughs> I don't even want to try it. I didn't get it, but that's good. But now I just don't feel very well. But anyways, I'm drinking Gatorade. So. Woo! Woo! Gatorade! Just a wonderful, hey. wonderful week. <laughs> or past week. Oh, no, I'm I'm drinking Miller Lite. I'm drinking Miller Lite. It's all you get from us today. <laughs> Yes. That's all you're getting out of this. Hold on, see if I can cut this up a bit. And it's me, <laughs> and it's me the Kendra <laughs> Cohen, the Carney Katie, the coolest cat always sitting at the goddamn table. And I'm drinking a Coors Light, because we're paving that road to WrestleMania, and I'm going to do a shot of the Yak Daniels, because this is Tennessee, and that's how we party on Friday night. God damn it. Yak Daniels. Felt a little forced. Felt a little forced. I didn't ask for your goddamn opinion, did I? Oh. I'm the goddamn champion. The thing is, I can give an opinion, and it does not matter what this you think This isn't a it. democracy. Scripted promos. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mr. Business? <laughs> I will break a beer bottle over your head. Don't make me come over there. <laughs> can I do my shot now? Can I do that? Can I do that piece? Do mine. Oh, clearly you do. A little bit of the bubbly. So before we get pro into all of the uh the wrestling that's happened this past week, it's time for some wrestling news. Um, we just got a few things to uh, talk about this week. Um, so CM Punk, which we had talked about a uh, week prior, possibly being on the what was it Elton Fox the uh. The TV show that I have, uh, I think it's a WWE backstage. Yes. He actually finally made an appearance. He did. Everybody was very excited. At the very end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but apparently, um, I watched a video of like a, the, the backstage of backstage, if you will, which, um, where he kind of uh, went through the whole thing and to him he kind of described his role where he's going to be like a, an analyst, if you will. So is Bernie. She, she says she doesn't like it. <laughs> That's <laughs> her analyzation. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically he's going to be an analyst. I don't think he's necessarily going to be on the week, but maybe he will. Not quite sure. Um, he's keeping yeah, he actually, his options open. Wide open. <laughs> keeping WWE. What? Perfect plan for an uh, analyst. That's a week. 
Um, I'm not surprised, but I'm kind of surprised. Like, I know technically he's working for Fox and not WWE, mm-hmm. but it's so... Well, well, and they even went through this whole like thing where, like, he auditioned, but he didn't get the job, and it was going to be They really did that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, just, come on. So I feel like at that point, you kind of do work for WWE. If you're working your angle, I feel like you're still working for them. Right. Regardless of what he wants to say. But I thought I the most know. interesting part of this was that afterwards, uh, Seth Rollins spoke to me to be at him and said, fight me. I know, I saw that. <laughs> and I was like... Mm. Yeah. He's trying to uh, one up his fiance because she has more balls than he does. Fiance. I mean, they are engaged still, right? Okay. As far as I know. I mean, yeah. I figure as much. Yes. But I'm just. Unless that's all I'll work too. If he's smart, he'll marry her. Maybe she's going to be the one bringing them the money. Yeah, am I the only one thinking maybe Seth Rollins is trying a little too hard? Oh, yeah. He has been no, trying that's a little what too I'm hard. Saying. Little bit. I feel like everybody's like, well, fight me? I'll fight you. Well, and that's to, like... Pipe down. It's the same thing. Man. The same thing even goes... I'm a man's man. I am the man's man. I'm the man's man. The same thing even goes back to, like, you know, him being overly the company man, you know, on Twitter, defending WWE, his company that he works for and that he loves and all this. I don't know. Like, he's just too much. I think... I think he... I feel like he tries too hard all the time. Like, even his promos. Like, don't... Just take what they give you. I mean, don't act like you're reading it off of a cue card. But maybe don't try to ad-lib as much because you're not very good at it. <laughs> you're not... He's not. Yeah, he says, like, corny not. bullshit. He does. He ends up saying, like, some weird, like, Superman, white bread bullshit. And it just doesn't go... Yeah, weird. Just, it's honestly, weird. It's weird. Like, I feel like he would legitimately say something like that, not... Are you playing with your Masters of the Universe toys? Yeah, or like, what are you doing? Uh, but honestly, I'm like, he's getting in that similar cycle that Roman Reigns kind of painted himself in the corner into, like, where he would kind of do the same thing. Like, I'm goddamn Roman Reigns. Big dog. You're like, you got to down Roman. Yeah, suffering like a trash Roman. Well, and it's almost become the same thing that they, they think that they like somebody, so then they're going to push it down your throat, and then you're like, no... No. Don't do that. I don't. I don't like it now. <laughs> Stop pushing him down our throats. I don't want him down my throat, please. Just kind of playing off of that, right though. I've read a lot of okay. interviews um, with Seth and also Roman, where they're like, you know, yeah, like the WWE fan base is, you know, they're they're, they're just kind of fickle, and being the face of the company is hard. And I'm not denying either one of those things. Yes. The WWE fan base fan base is fickle. I will. We are fickle. <laughs> Very true. But at the same time, I feel like where a lot of people started turning on Seth is when he went on Twitter after everything with AEW happened and just started bashing indie talent and being like, you don't make as much money as me and this, that, and the other, and I'm the best in the business. I think that's where people really started to turn on him, and I feel like that's... No one's talking about that. Yeah, that is a really shitty thing to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I think... Don't quote me, but I think it was him and Will Osprey that had that yeah, sort of back and forth. I think I know. You're, yeah, I remember what you're referring to. You. I was kind of surprised. I feel like when I that popped up on my feed, I was like, Oh, okay. Jesus! <laughs> he probably shouldn't talk that because way. Because before that, he was super over. Everyone loved him. Yeah. Well, because I think he has realized like the majority of like the diehard fans are also going to be fans of indie wrestling because it's good stuff. They don't watch everything. Like it's not just. That's you how guys. people like make their living. Right. Like most wrestlers make a living doing that. Now they might not be rich, but that doesn't mean that they're still not. More than likely, they're probably better than you because they have to prove themselves, whereas everybody in WWE just kind of floats. At this point, I mean, most of them. I feel like some of the newer, but even then, I feel like once they get there, they aren't allowed to do this, or they can't do that, and then they're just, like, not you, so they just sit back there and they don't do anything. But but also, I just want to be like, Seth, Seth is still a great wrestler, but at the same time, just like, back down. He's not even the best wrestler in WWE. No. So. I would agree with that. I'm saying that he is still a great wrestler. His in ring work is still really good. You've seen that. <laughs> but uh, in other wrestling news, it's Macho Man Randy Savage's birthday. Yay. Vince McMahon tweeted something nice. And a bunch of people tweeted at him because there's a rumor that uh, he took Stephanie McMahon's virginity. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> isn't that a weird person who was your first mate? <laughs> I wonder how that was. He was born, and I kind he of was born in 1952. When was Stephanie Oh. Not 1952. I'm also curious. I'm also looking this up because I'm curious. I want to say 1976. Yeah, she's my brother's age. So, she's 43. I have a... I mean, it may have happened in the range. I'm not saying that, but, like, if she was 18, how old would he have been? Because not to be Savage, and maybe it's just me, I never took him as an attractive what he, he was yeah, born in 56? 52. 52. Wow. So he was 24 years older than her. Yeah, if she was 18, he was like old. <laughs> like it wasn't like prime time watching. Yeah. <laughs> it was Yeah, he time. was like in his early 40s. <laughs> was that waning sort of part of his career? <laughs> I also, Ooh. I really hope now that that's how it happened. Right, like, weird. Do you, if you're Triple H, how do you follow up Watchman or any How about in ring performance, I suppose? <laughs> we could, yeah. If you get what I'm saying. Right. Uh, but definitely a great big heavy birthday to the Macho Man. He's one of the best, and we love him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap and <laughs> Uh. I don't know if for anybody who watches South Park, if you watched it this last week. I did not, but I did see where they did the transgender character. Yeah. <laughs> That's he- Yeah, Heather, uh, was, uh, Heather's, Heather Swanson, I think, was the character's name. And, uh, <laughs> apparently <laughs> she was, a Vice Principal Strong Woman's ex-husband, or ex-boyfriend. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the whole episode is fucking hilarious. Oh, that sounds amazing. I don't have to go watch that. It was, it was good. It was good. Alright, so uh, starting off our wrestling week, um, <coughs> past Saturday, we had AEW full year happen. Yeah. Uh, interesting things happened there. Uh, on the pre-show, we had uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus Via Priestley. And the Baker won. It was right there. Yada, 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 yada. Uh, moving right along, <laughs> we had, um, to actually start off the, uh, actual show, um, the Young Bucks versus, I guess they're going by the Problem Powerful, which is Santana and Ortiz, and surprisingly enough, Santana and Ortiz won. Um, it was a really good match. I do have to point out one part of this match, <laughs> which is, um, at one point I believe it was, uh, Nick went to go in, uh, I can't remember which one was. He went to kick one of the Proud and Powerful in the face, and he whipped, <coughs> and he fucking kicked the shit out of the ring post. And then after that, oh. the guy was like, I'm a genius! That's, yeah, it was over. amazing. I'm a genius. It was really, really good, though, and I do have to say, pretty great match, but Young Bucks are the Young Bucks, and Santana and Ortiz aren't. Too bad themselves from what I can see, so. Interesting, interesting. Um, then we had Hangman Adam Page versus. <laughs> I want to say Pac. I, right, I want to say Pac, but they're always like. Yeah, but yeah, no. I, uh, I don't understand. Like, come on, guys. Come on. He's an angry little man. He's very angry. And I do have to say, I think this was Pac's best match since Pac. he's been in AEW. Just. Yeah. Um, I thought he died in there. In this match, I really came to love Hangman. I've always liked Hangman, but he's always kind of been in a weird limbo. Like, sometimes I really like him, and sometimes I'm like, that was okay. He won me over with his dog. (laughs) (laughs) Many Instagram posts ago. (laughs) The dog won me. It's all about the dogs. With this, this was just a perfectly executed match. Um, Hangman comes out and just cowboy shit chants. And I love that's like his chant is like, cowboy shit! I kind of love this whole thing. Yeah, like I dig the cowboy. I, 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 I like it. It's it's pretty good. It's and a better like, cowboy thing than Cameron Grimes. Surprisingly well. One of his moves is called the Dead Eye, and it's like someone's been playing a lot of Red Dead. Mm. <laughs> I see you. 
but um with that uh hangman page ends up uh winning that uh we Yay. also do have joey janela versus sean spears it wasn't a bad match i've definitely seen worse definitely was one of those matches in the cart that kind of breeze over yeah I do like Sean Spears <laughs> with Tilly Blanchard, though. I cannot lie. Yeah. There's I, something very fitting there. I think it's the way Tilly Blanchard walks out to his music. He's got a little <laughs> swag when he walks out. Yeah. Like, I see you, Tilly. I see you. <laughs> He's really getting it. He's I trying. See Tilly. Um, but head. Sean Spears ends up winning that, obviously, uh, with some help from Tilly Blanchard. And then we had the AEW Tag Team Championship match, which was SCU versus Private Party versus Lucha Bros. And I was upset during this. Love. I love them too, but I love Lucha Bros more. And I'm very upset that they still have not won the tag team belts. And that is disappointing because Pentagon and Phoenix are wonderful. But I just. The walkout. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, is still I, good. at first I was kind of like, "Oh, this is a little much," but then I was like, "Ah, oh, no, this is just enough." I, I I dig it. I actually just watched their walkout on my phone today. That's all I watched. <laughs> just like only like, yeah. like I just, I was like, they got they got the swag. <clears throat> um, I do have to say it was a really good match. I do think that it was a little slow to start. There were some points that I was kind of like. Seems a little weird, but uh, definitely um, great match. Um, and then at the end, uh, Christopher Daniels comes back. He comes out dressed up uh as Pentagon, and then takes the mask off, and it's him. And I was like, oh my god, it's Uranians! Christopher Daniels is back, and I was super excited about that. Um, definitely a fun match. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, we also then after. So, up uh, SEU routines, in case you didn't quite catch that. <laughs> but uh, after that, we had the AEW Women's Championship match, which was Rico versus Sakura. Um, this match, I really did enjoy. I'm not going to lie. Um, I feel like with the AEW Women's Division, we had some ups and downs. Um, especially Rico's whole saga with Nyla Rose. <laughs> Stop trying to make the little girl pick up the big girl. Like, yeah. I feel like... It's great if they can, but it's not like ruin Make sure they back. can. Like, let's not like paralyze someone or you know, I don't she know. Really, yeah, that one push. Like, you know, well, well that's what I'm saying. Like, like, you could either really hurt her or really hurt Nyla. Like, let's, let's not. I'm just gonna see and happen about a second. Like, I just I don't even know what to do with him. <laughs> but um, this was a really great match. They built it up very wonderfully. <laughs> With the whole, um, because Sakura is Rico's mentor. She's the one that trained her. Yeah. Um, so they built it up very well. And it was just, it was a goddamn good match. It was a goddamn good match. Um, Rico does end up retaining. I was, I don't want to say I was surprised, but there's definitely a part of the match. I was like, oh, shit. Is Sakura going to take it? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and after that, we kind of get to the, uh, might we call it the double main event? Because these are main event matches. I don't know. <laughs> um, so we have the AEW World Championship match, which is Cody Rhodes versus Chris Jericho. Um, for that, Cody had stipulated beforehand, because he didn't catch the other matches, that if he lost, that he would never challenge for the AEW belt again. Yeah. Um... So he comes out with MJF, and I believe Chris Jericho came out with Sammy Guevara. Nope. Nope. Jake Hager. Hager. Whatever. Whatever he's going by. Hager. Hager. What? Well, now you've just made it off with. I didn't know they changed the belt color. You must have had a blue. Well, yeah, they have to. But it looks better in blue. Well, it looks stupid with red. What? So well, it's stupid with red. Blue's a. That's what I want to point with. It's, I, I it's a it calmer a color. Big deal that they changed it apparently. Yeah. Breaking news. Da da da. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Business. You should have done that. Whenever you have breaking news, just go. Da da da. You love that because every time I hear it, 
time there's a match. So back to the story of Jericho. Okay, yeah. So basically, what happens during this match is that um, at one point MJF throws in the towel and much of stuff, and then he turns on Cody, which <laughs> who was surprised by that? No, no one, <laughs> nobody was surprised. I mean, I knew he was gonna turn on them. It's just a matter of when. Oh yeah. But, I yeah, thought so they were gonna play a longer game with it. You know what I mean? But maybe this, you know, to go into Survivor Series, I guess. Oh wait! Holy shit! Never mind. They're going for <laughs> I was just like, what? Sorry. Oh, they they should go into Survivor Series. My brain is still actually big Survivor Series in NXT. I don't know. Oh, that'd be that would be yeah. nuts. Um, but yeah, so MJF turns that ends up costing Cody the match, and Jericho ends up retaining. Um, <laughs> it's really, really good match. <laughs> I guess. Me beat myself up for that whole weekend. <laughs> Really good match, though. Um, would love to see Jericho and Cody have another bout. Maybe not immediately after, but, you know, somewhere down the line. Oh, yeah. And then we get to the actual main event of the night, which is apparently the most controversial match on this card. And I didn't realize the that light, until after yeah, the part. Like the after lights after. out match with John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. People. So, John Moxley ends up winning. Let me just go ahead and say that right off the bat. Like, I like this match. A lot of people are saying it went too far. It was too much, too gory, in too many spots, I guess. I'm not sure. I know there was a popular article floating around. Um, I forget who the ref was. It was like a former WWE ref. This was this match set wrestling back like four years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like it was like four steps back for pro wrestling because oh, of. Wait, like, and I know so. It's like four years. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> That's pretty not bad. bad. We're just but not as like woke as we are. Some people are saying like it was even worse than like what a if a hard what a hardcore match should be. And like, have you actually watched hardcore, hardcore. matches yeah. like backyard wrestling or indie wrestling hardcore matches? Like this wasn't even that. Yeah. Like, the, you'll like literally it was intense. See people, like, it, it was, was, but you'll literally see people in those matches like get their head fucking split open and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like he had like um. Omega had, like, a shiner, I'm pretty sure. Afterwards, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. he had, like, some cuts on his arms and, like, his back and his chest. But, I mean, like, some people... I'm just saying... I, I don't think... Could have been worse. Know. People are, like, overreacting. <laughs> like, yeah. they're getting... I think it's good. It's good. Like, I absolutely agree with that. I thought it was a great match. I think for someone who... Someone... I think for a company that's trying to be so different from WWE... And it was also a gimmick match. Like, it was supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Like that was it's advertised to be a light belt match. Yeah. Like so, what what do you expect? Like, do you want it to be that that? <laughs> what like, lives did you think were going to be, be out? Like a WWE match where they'll get out a kendo stick and a chair, which I mean, I'm not saying that can't be good, person, but you know like, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I feel like if you're wanting something different, which that's what everybody seems to want, like don't complain when you get it, and then be like, oh, this is not, this isn't mm-hmm. right. I can't take it. I just think it's sensitive. For a bunch of people, as wrestling fans, we're not saying all wrestling fans, but in general, especially the older ones, like us, for a bunch of people that are like, we need to go back to the Attitude Era, that's when shit was great, and then you're literally sitting here complaining about this match. Oh yeah. This just goes back to, you know, wrestling fans will never be happy. No matter what you do. Well, you could have done this. You could have done that. This was a great match. Just if like they me. had done it, they'd still find something else to complain about. Oh yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. AEW is trying to build their history right now. Yeah. Because what you build, future storylines off of. Because that's mm-hmm. how shit works. So, <laughs> like, I just don't get it. I don't get where everyone's in an uproar about it. And another thing about this, which is my biggest thing, is that I don't think either one of these guys is going to do a spot that the other one doesn't agree to. Right. So they've agreed to all of this. Mm-hmm. If you agree to do that, and then you yourself get seriously hurt, that's on you. Yeah. Yeah, you agreed to do it, which means you also agreed to the risks that come with doing it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, they have risk every day anytime they do any move. Yeah. 
Because they don't do right. They get Trust me, there's just shit of videos on YouTube where people just land straight on their heads doing simple moves and then they're fucking paralyzed after. So yeah. it's not something that this could have. I mean, you could get somebody seriously hurt in just a normal match. Like, so. so basically, this <laughs> was our to be like, calm the fuck down. It's yes. wrestling. Like, it's just kind of like. Ruined football with a bunch of rules. Like, yeah. Don't touch anybody. It's fucking football. Like you, I don't know. You can lightly tap them. Like I don't haven't fall, like. They get a touchdown. I've been like I haven't really watched it, but watching it more recently and like being explained like all these like rules and stuff, I'm like I don't understand what the point is. How do you know the difference between gently tackling somebody like I don't understand this. Okay, this is <laughs> what's the difference between targeting and just tackling somebody? Like I get like. The obvious, like, after the fact, you know, like, that guy over there, he's not doing anything. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that the point? It's to target somebody and lock on and get them. So, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm not going to get into it. I will refer to Mr. Business release. I mean, I'm sure, like, I get some instances, but, like, some of them, I'm like, I feel like you're being very picky. So But I don't know. With targeting in football, like, what's the difference... What's the big sign like, that how, shows how, that how, like, targeting? How, rather than... You can't lower your helmet to somebody. So you can't, so like, like, go straight into them? Yeah. Head to head, lower the helmet. Like, you're supposed so you to hit it with the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. So if they're hitting with the shoulder, it's fine. As long as, but as, long as you're not like... You that the head. If you watch to somebody well, with your shoulder... I feel like if you hit them with your head, you're doing more damage to yourself. As long as you're not hitting that yourself. guy... The guy, say they go to receiver, as long as you're not hitting that receiver in his head, you're not watching into him with your shoulder or hitting him with the kind of your helmet, you're fine. You do those things, you're out of here! Yeah, that's what I don't add. <laughs> the nuances of tackling. <laughs> who knew? Exactly. <laughs> who, who knew? Who knew? Who knew it mattered that much? <laughs> here, here. Uh, well, scooting right along uh, from that sidebar, um, let's get into actually, because uh, who wants to talk about Raw? <laughs> let's uh, talk about AW and NXT this week. Sure. Um, so, I guess since we just talked about full year, let's talk about the Fallout. I started with NXT this week. And, no, I think I started with AW this week. And then kind of flip flop back and forth, so I didn't watch the entirety of either show. I just kind of popped. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Bits and pieces. Um, but yeah, so with AEW this week, it kind of starts off um, with a video package, if you will, of King Omega. Um, basically, he's kind of seeing doctors after his match after full gear. Um, definitely has a fucking big shiner. <laughs> That's what I noticed yeah. first. It was dark. Like, it was looked like he had fake, like, purple makeup on. It was purple. Like, it was actually purple very, shit. very pretty shaved. Purple, but like, where did you get your eyeshadow? Like, it almost looked fucking fake how like purple it was, but it was definitely really you could tell, like, where his eye was still like swollen. But, um, basically, uh, he's seeing the doctors, they're like, You're not cleared to wrestle. Um, they also showed, um, where you were talking about the cuts and stuff on his back. Um, and uh, he wasn't cleared to wrestle, but John Moxley is basically, so that's why Moxley was the winner because. That's what I was not sure about because from everybody saying it was like inconclusive, and then they finally were like, Well, since he can wrestle now and you can, I guess that's our answer. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Although, you, you know, whatever. Um, so then after that, uh, John Moxley actually has a match against Michael Nakazawa. Um, with that, uh, obviously, Nakazawa is friends with Kenny Omega. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he went to do the greasing of himself up, <laughs> and he was like, oh no, this is serious. He threw it down and tried to, like, blindside Moxley and Moxley. Well, he is. probably should have greased himself up um, in I hindsight. He actually has the right idea, though. Like, imagine you're Brock Lesnar, suplex City, you're trying to suplex him with their own yeah, stuff like that, and you can't lift him. You can't, like, squeeze right out. Yeah, that's it. Imagine, like, a bar of soap. There's slide out the top. Slide out the Never gonna catch you. Never gonna catch me. Better luck next year. Um, but Moxley ends up winning, and then after the match, Moxley gets on the microphone, and I do have to say that man cuts a hell of a promo. He does. I would say he did pretty good with scripted promos, but his unscripted promos are just 
No, he, eek. he has a lot of emotion. You can tell, like, when he's just so pumped to be where he is right now, which I think is fantastic. Like, he's, like, almost like a whole nother wrestler. Like, you wouldn't have... You just would... I mean, knowing that he is a good wrestler, you would know that he has it in him, but just looking back on WWE, you would... WWE, sorry, I don't know what I said. And you wouldn't have think... You wouldn't have been thinking of having him <laughs> Enema. Well, actually, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even think he had an enema. <laughs> but we actually uh, talked about this when we were listening. This promotion promo. needs an enema. When we um, were talking about how we knew, especially after the interview, like the big uh, one talking Jericho interview where he like came out about all the shit with WWE. Like, I feel like he said it, but I feel like for some reason during this promo, I actually realized it. What a big difference it is to see him doing shit in AEW versus mm-hmm. him in WWE. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a completely different person. Yeah. Like, he, he just, like, everything he says seems more believable. His promos are better. His well, matches are better. Like, well, he and, like, Samuel <laughs> were so repressed in WWE and just had, having very little you know, creative say and what their characters were even saying. Oh, so. crop dust. Oh, she's like, a bird. it's like, I'm just making my rounds, y'all. <laughs> I'm just making farting. my rounds. Oh, oh, that's weak. The oh, toot for you. And yeah, I know. For you. That's what I'm saying. She's a... <laughs> oh, there it is. Yep. <laughs> I, was, I, was waiting for, I was waiting for the ripple. Oh, like, like, it's definitely there. Like, whew. Their farts have been something else. So, yeah, basically, uh, Moxley comes out, cuts a promo. <laughs> I tell you, Jesus, she's Damn. prop dusting every single one Fanatic. of them. So she she's farting and she walks around the house. Go lay down! Fanatic. Five people have been crop dusted by one dog. And I don't know how that's possible. Go lay down, but happened. Stop farting around the house. She's just straight face crop dusting. <laughs> <laughs> Her parts have been lethal. She would crack a smell or nothing. I don't know what she's like. I don't know what's going Anyways. I did get so. her pizza for us the other day. Mm. And she looked hot sauce off the floor to talk about. That was not my fault. I didn't give it to that to her, but that's probably I didn't give her that, but she got well, it. Well, like, I opened it, and I was trying to, like, squirt it with the taco, and I, like, I must have opened it up a weird way, cause, like, and it, like, landed on the floor, and then she licked it up, and I'm like, well, it's sort of like, I don't know what to do. And there she is. She might have to. Oh, <laughs> she's like, let me try that again. Oh boy. Flies in the ring. Go, girl, go. <laughs> okay, whatever. So, John Moxley comes out. He gets a promo. Basically, he puts the whole locker room on notice. He's like, the next person that wants to come challenge me, come the fuck at me, bro. None of you guys have got with. Yes. Oh. Then we find out later. We get the Dark Order versus Jurassic Express. I still don't know why I feel I don't I don't think I like the Dark Order. I'm no. not a fan of theirs. No. I think we talked about them a few weeks ago. Pretty sure we unanimously are just don't give a shit about them. And I'm not a fan of the fact that they beat the Jurassic Express. No. But I am a fan of the fact that Luchasaurus Rex came back. Yes. I am a fan of that name. Yes. Luchasaurus. Me too. I have to also say Marco Stunt is growing on me. Yeah. He's just, he's so different. He's so <laughs> tiny. Tiny, yeah, yeah. He really looks like a child. We have an intergender, well, no. Yeah, can we have an intergender match between Marco Stunt and Riho? That would be interesting. <laughs> she would kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marco. Um, but yeah, so uh, Jurassic Express loses after the match. Um, the Dark Warriors like, you, Marco Stunt, you got balls. You're tiny, but you got balls. You come join us. <laughs> and he was like, Meh. And they tried to put the mask on uh, Jungle Boy. And Luchasaurus Rex comes out and it starts murdering people, and it was amazing. And then we had Darby Allen versus Sean Spears and Peter Avalon, who is aka the librarian. Um, he's with the. Oh, yeah. What's her name? The other librarian. 
I can't remember her name. Lita Bates? Lita Bates? But so Darby Allen actually ends up winning this. I thought this was a pretty decent little fun match. Like, wasn't supposed to be anything serious. Um, and Peter Avalon, who's like very, I would give him a lot of credit. Uh, definitely, probably not going to be a big thing anytime soon. No. But just for a cheeky fun guy to be around. Sure. I enjoy him. Yeah. Um, but uh, Darby Allen ends up getting the win. And after that, he basically gets on the mic and says, John Moxley, I accept. Yes. Mic drop! And I was like, oh, oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Get the ring has a range moment for his escape board up the ramp. <laughs> I'm so excited for that, because that, yeah, that's oh, going to yeah. be a good match. That's, too good. that's basically, I don't say young Moxley. It's like young skater, yeah. punk Mox, Moxley. Versus, I like Darby. Oh, I love yeah. Darby, too. But it's like, you know, like super young Moxley, if he was skater and jackassy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as in the show Jackass, not as in actually being Jackass. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, mature Moxley, who's been through WWE and all this shit. <laughs> he was in prison for a while, now he's out. <laughs> Before he was in prison, after he was in prison. <laughs> yeah. And they're gonna fight. It's gonna be great. I'm super excited about that. <laughs> um, but that's actually gonna happen this upcoming Wednesday. And then we had Nyla Rose versus Danny Jordan. And Nyla Rose won. I do have to say, as far as Nyla Rose goes, this was probably one of her better matches. Oh, um, Danny Rose. Danny Jordan got a chance. She did pretty good. I was like, yeah. Danny Rose for respect. Yeah. We all know right why you were here. We all know what's going to happen, but I respect you for yes. the effort. <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> Oh. Um, then after that, we get a Tony Schiavone here. He interviews Allie at ringside. Um, she's basically like, hey, I'm going to the rankings. Done some matches on AEW Dark, but it's time to bring it to AEW Dynamite. And she gets attacked by Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong. Yay. And they take her here. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, she, she awesome Con came out, and I guess I just never really paid attention to her thing. And she came out, and I was like, we were laughing about the hair, and I was like, uh, it's just she's you know it's all the weaves that she snatched off of people's heads, the people's heads, and John was like, I really I think that's what it is. He also it was really cute. He also just realized Wednesday night that awesome Kong was. Uh, Teme in Blow. <laughs> that she oh was, my god. Uh, that she's, yeah, he did not realize that it was the same oh person. He's like, is that Welfare Queen? I'm like, yes. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. who that is. That's exactly who that is. Yeah. Very cute. <laughs> I kind of like Brandy Rhodes and Awesome Kong's thing. Is it weird to say that my only disagreement is with Awesome Kong's outfit? <laughs> yeah. It, well, it they're just not like themed together, cause no, Brandy's yeah, that's, that's like kind of at, yeah. like goth, um, like almost like a steampunkish goth with the little top hat with the like the veil, the veil, veil and that yeah, she's very and then Austin's like yellow, <laughs> yeah, and, like yellow, yellow with, with bits of hair hanging <laughs> off her belt. It's just like what the fuck are you wearing? Which I'm probably I'm totally okay with the hair thing. Like make it very booty. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, totally yeah. Fine. But also yeah. give her an outfit that Imagine goes that with along with that. Yeah. <laughs> Not yellow and brown. That's a horrible thing. Like, really, like on the way to see the lollipop field. Well, I'm sorry, but <laughs> which becomes your outfit? Peas and poops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want the peas and the poops. I want to be colored as peas and poops, and I will not have another one. <laughs> give me your hair. What? <laughs> um, but they also end up stealing a lock of Allie's hair. I'm very curious to see where this is gonna go. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. With the hair. I do like the team up between Austin Kong and Brandy. I just think we need to get a little bit more. <laughs> A lot of it more on the same page. Yeah, a little more cohesive uh, look between the two of them. And but after that, I think you're absolutely totally solid. Definitely. Um, after that... <laughs> I like Brandy's promos. Yeah, Brandy's promos are great. And to be honest, 
Brandy is not the best wrestler. Right. So I totally enjoy her being more of like a valet, more of the puppeteer. Yes. Absolutely. That's oh, a yeah. great role for her. She's a mouthpiece and Kong is her muscle. And yeah, on occasion you can use it for a match. Yeah, definitely not a problem. But it doesn't have to be like the driving force. Yeah. yeah. But in matches. So yeah, that's you have okay. a great thing going, you just gotta get more of the same page from both. Yes, definitely. Um, and then after that, we get my favorite part of AEW this week. Um, <laughs> she is thirsty. She's all that parting. <laughs> We're a girl out. <laughs> Picks a lot out of you. And sometimes it does. So with that, um, on the day it works. The main event of the night is supposed to be um, uh, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, aka you. Versus uh, Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho uh, for the AEW Tag Team Championships. But before that, we get Chris Jericho coming out to the in-ring promo, mm-hmm. which this is my favorite part of the night. This is my favorite no, part of yes. the night. Chris Jericho comes out, basically just talking smack. I've beaten everyone. I even beat Cody. This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. I've done this, that, and the other. Then he actually gets interrupted by... Cody's walkout music. Yeah. But it's not Cody. No. It's in jail. <laughs> Scarf and all. Scarf and all. So MJF comes up. Uh, basically, it's just like, hey, you guys. Because the crowd, obviously, thunders the coots. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh, you mad because I threw him a towel on the side and the other. He's like, if I hadn't, Cody's career would be over. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you guys. You guys don't even know Cody. I know Cody. Who doesn't give a shit about any of you? Nope. <laughs> he goes through all this shit, and he's basically explaining why Eternal Cody thinks he's better than them, this, that, and the other. Basically, it's like, I'm the new face of AEW. Ah. <laughs> and. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Oh, really? But his back and forth with Chris Jericho was just hilarious. Yes. Basically, I think at one point he was like, a little. Birdie tells me, Jericho, that uh, that you want me to join the inner circle, and Chris Jericho doesn't really respond. He's like, I also have a little birdie that tells me you would like to join the inner circle. And there's this weird yeah. back and forth about that, and you're like, do you want me to join the inner circle? Do you want to join the inner circle? Do you want me to It was so amazing and so ridiculous. <laughs> it was almost like a, I don't know, like a family moment. It reminded me of, like, Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. Who's on first? Ah, it was so great. But eventually, um, they keep going back and forth, and then Cody ends up coming out, attacks them both, and then fucking Wardlow appears. Wardlow, Wardlow, whatever his name Warrior. is. Warrior. Yes. Fucking forgot about that piece of shit. <laughs> forgot about you. Piece I of shit. don't like his name. Because <laughs> he sounds like a hokey comic strip character. Sounds like Wario. <laughs> sounds like, like he should be like a. 20s villain with a curly mustache. Wardlow. And a top hat and he tied your girlfriend uh, to the train tracks. He's like, I'm tired of the train tracks. Guess who's got a new AEW crush? Thank comes out. Uh, he ends up helping MJF. You can tell by his very similar pattern tie that he is with MJF. And they kind of like Hang Cody. <laughs> you can tell by the tie. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like over the top rope on the outside of the ring, like he's got his tie, and Cody's like, ah. But yeah, so him and MJF were a thing. <laughs> he did not join Stop the Inner Circle, oh. and I guess he's got board low now, so congratulations. Nope. Uh, then we had. <laughs> then we had Pack versus Hangman Page. Pack. Did I say another great match? She's packing the winning. Um, and then we have a backstage brawl with Young Bucks and Santino and Ortiz. I definitely like the part where they were all brawling, and then all of a sudden Santino was up on top of a forklift. <laughs> Whoa, so sorry. Did not hey. know that was going to happen. 
But, uh, yeah. But the brawl continues, um, and then after that, uh, at one point, they end up, like, opening up a door by accident, and Orange Cassidy is <laughs> the door is, like, <laughs> standing <laughs> there. <laughs> oh. Um, but the Young Bucks ended up getting a little bit of help from Private Party to intervene and uh, put a stop to the attack. Um, and then we have the whole SCU walkout with their whole worst town in the world promo in Nashville, which beats Dubs. Not too far from us. Yes. Here in Knox Vegas. I like to call it that. I'm gonna call it that. Oh, yeah. Knox Vegas. Hey! Nash Vegas. But then uh, we get the main event of the night, which is SU um, with Christopher Daniels, because he's back, uh, versus Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And also Jake Hager is there. Um, and Scorpio Sky actually ends up getting the pin on Chris Jericho. Um,. I liked the match. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho was undefeated up until this point. Oh, that's right, he was. He was completely undefeated. Mm. So I thought that was very interesting. And I'm not sure where they're going to go with that, but at least he gets you thinking, I guess. Like, cause it was a clean mm-hmm. pin, too. Like, there was, it was. Yeah, no shenanigans about it. It was like Christopher Daniels came in and was like, and then we did some sort of shenanigans. Straight up clean pin. And Jericho folded like a long chair. Like a somewhat out of shape <laughs> lawn chair. Drunk lawn chair. <laughs> I don't know. Like, when wrestlers get older, it's so weird. Because they're, like, in shape, but they're out of shape. Like, their body tells you they're out of shape, but mm-hmm. their in-ring work sometimes you're like, but you can still yeah. do that. I'm very confused. Right I miss Chris Jericho from, like, four years ago. <laughs> oh, the short, I like the short hair. Um, the leather jacket and still so the 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 uh, briefs cuts. He definitely needs a haircut though. I'm not gonna lie. He's getting a little. He's a rock star now. Is he? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> no, no, I agree though. Is he like it right now? Mind. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. I mean, I guess he did have his. He's also a Judas in the mind. Like I'm pretty sure his AEW persona is just him amplified. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's not a character. Him turned. Him. <laughs> that just makes me sound like a bad, bad creamer. Alright. Him turned. He, he turned. So, scooting right along to the rifle show on the same night, NXT. Um, we had some interesting things going on there as well. Uh, so we have. <laughs> <laughs> Are you alright? I don't know. Uh, I'm so. We had Leo Rush fighting Angel Gazzara for the Cruiserweight Championship. And Leo Rush wins. I do have to say, and I cannot say this enough, and I say it every time Leo Rush's name comes up, I am so glad he got away from Bobby Lashley. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He's just too I feel like he's, he's more rock star weird. there, though, than he is now. Yeah. I am the laddie of Jacket. Rich. Yeah. You can see some definition up in there. It's been having too much of the bubbly. <laughs> Little too much of the bubbly. Is there a reception? That? Yes. But the Russians of winning, uh, retaining the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, outside, we end up seeing uh, Tegan Knox and Ray Ripley. Uh, they were attacked. Laid out. Don't know by who. Also, we had a Zia Lee or Zia Lee. <laughs> yeah, Zia Lee. <laughs> Are you okay? No. Have you ever seen Brock Lesnar wearing a fedora and a cardigan? No. Now you have. <laughs> what the hell is that? I don't know. It's just some random. I didn't know they made the fedoras so that like, big. Somebody retweeted it as like Brock Lesnar's in a fedora. <laughs> Okay, well that's turning into something. Nobody told him that. You have the key today, my to be there. I'm gonna take you to Fedora City. <laughs> you have no idea what you're in for now, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> never uh, this photo. Sorry. Oh. So Jesus. Zia Lee ends up beating Ali. <laughs> um with this, 
I will say I did hear something about this outside of this match. Um, she, uh, Zaylee ends up winning with a roundhouse kick. Apparently, she kicked the shit out of Aaliyah. Oh she yeah, busted her nose wide open. And she Aaliyah, had a really, like stupid picture of her dumb face. Right, like she could tell she was crying. Yeah. Like I'm like, dude, like okay, <laughs> like, you look horrible. Like I, mean, I don't want to be this person because I I wholeheartedly agree. If someone did that to me, if someone roundhouse kicked me in the face, I'd probably be crying too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that would be too. So I'm not I'm not putting myself on a pedestal here. I would probably be a little bitch and go into a ball and be like, Ugh. yeah. But I also would like to point out that, what was it, just a year ago, Survivor Series last year, Becky Lynch took a straight-up fucking right hook from Nia Jax. True. Busted her nose open, and she was at the end of it, sitting tall, being like, come at me, bitch. Right. Yes. And you're kind of... So, kind of back up down. She also did go on to say Zia Lee was one of the most unsafe workers to work with, and I was uh, like, you need to pick them. Yeah. So she I'm not saying she is or she isn't. Person. Yeah. I'm just saying Watch that... Watch your mouth. Because she, she like take that. it up with her. Well, I'm, I'm also saying, like, you say that shit out loud next time you have a mess with her, she really, she's going to do something on purpose, you know, knock her out. Like, yeah, I was going to say, this was probably accidental. Next but time you're going to call her that, the next time it's not going to be on accident. Exactly. Also, anybody else want Brock to grow his beard back out? Now, see, if that in a fedora, I could totally get down with <laughs> Well, oh, not yeah. even the fedora. It's the fedora all the goes. Sweater vest outfit. No. Sweater vest, oh. jeans is fine. No pointed boot. Mm. That is bearded Brock Lesnar is my favorite Brock Lesnar. That is the uh, best. Part. He honestly looks like who he is, and that's a bearded, crazy, weird mountain man that likes to go hunting and fight people. Without a beard, he looks more like a white supremacist than anything else. Oh, I should <laughs> imagine if he had a shaved head. Oh, his hair's so blonde; it's not far from it. Like close enough. Oh. But, uh, so that after that, though, just anyway, there's head. also Brock Lesnar from Flavortown. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Can we just have a series of memes about Brock Lesnar? Yes. You to the many faces City. of Lesnar. <laughs> many faces of the beast. The world's not ready. I didn't think I was ready. I wasn't. <laughs> no. No. Okay, so this is funny, too, and I, I don't know, I shouldn't be, but, um... You remember that office where they're doing the finger guns? Yeah, where they're all like <laughs> the mix of the same AJ Styles when they're going into Survivor Series. <laughs> 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 Why is it so perfect when she's saying <laughs> I just thought it was like, that's fantastic. Was that when they did the murder mystery thing? I want to say yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show. It's like the best, honestly. A few months ago, John started it from season one. We did that with uh, that 70 show a whole lot. Like five times? A whole lot. It, it I feel like we did that with the office a couple of times. Although the one that takes the cake is always sunny. Yeah. We did that a couple, 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 couple times. It's so good though. <laughs> what happened? What a game of cat and mouse and show me. Ah, a cat roll. <laughs> Alright, so after the Zaylee Aaliyah match, um, we had Finn Balor coming out. Uh, he cuts a promo. He's like, fuck Johnny Gargano, but moving right along. Let's talk about this Matt Riddle guy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <But> Matt Riddle. <laughs> oh. But uh, Riddle comes out, obviously, to uh, defend his good name, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and he ends up uh, chasing Batner out of the ring, um, and then he gets surrounded by Undisputed Era. But then, uh, Riddle's war game teammates show up, with that being Keith Lee and, uh, the other one. <laughs> the other one. Uh, sponsor from Champa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the other one. What my eyes look? The other one. Thinking very hard. Um, but Keith Lee ends up at the end of it, uh, challenging Adam Cole to a match. But at the end, Roger Strong's like, "Fuck you! I'll fight you instead." And then guess what? Keith Lee beats Roger Strong. I love Keith Lee. I love Roger Strong. This looks great. <laughs> um, but afterwards, the Undisputed Era um, attack uh, 
Because why wouldn't they? That's what they do. And then Dominic Djokovic makes the save. And guess what? He got the first spot on Team Champa for War Games. That'd be really hey. good. That'd be really good. Okay. Um, and then after that, uh, we get uh, Jasmine Duke, Marina Shapir, and Kenneth Ray for also beating them outside. So, going off to what we saw earlier with Ray Ripley and Tegan Knox, leaves a big question mark because Jasmine Duke and Marina Shapir are obviously Team Shayna, but Candice LeRae is Team Ripley. So, you know, it's most likely not anyone from that team. Um, and then afterwards, uh, also Scarlett uh, Bordeaux um, is a recent signee. Um, she was seen looking at Candice as though maybe she had done it. Yes, a little misdirection there, if you will. Um, and then we had Isaiah Swerve Scott beating Bronson Reed. Swerve Scott. Swerve Scott. Thank you. Surname hyphenated. Swerve Scott. Thank you. Kill shot. I appreciate it, girl. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor is officially announced for War Games. Um, which means that he is out of the War Games match. Turns out Dominic is taking his spot, and there's still a slot left to be filled on Shampasty. Pete Dunne and Killian Dane were supposed to have a match, but that didn't happen because Damien Priest is a little bitch. <laughs> Damien Priest is a little bitch. That's right, Damien Priest. I said it. I said it, not me. It's your archer bitch ass. Oh, here's my thing. I don't want to hate the guy. I'm trying to make myself like the guy. But you guys saddled him with a shitty ass gimmick. He's an archer rock star? Yeah, I don't know. Where did those two ever... Why do you need to be an archer? It's like you let a four-year-old pick what his occupation Why do you need to be an archer if you're wrestling? I mean, don't. but I feel like I mean Luke, Har- is, Luke Harper can do it if he wants to, but I, I don't. I don't know. I just feel it. like I mean, I like his walkout where he kind of does an arrow shot thing and then lights up in fire. That's that I cool, like, but that's fine. Leave it at that. You don't like, have to be an archer. archer. Like, yes, you don't have to be an archer to do that. That's just his thing. Like, you just cool. you could just be a cool thing. You'd have a move, or even then you could like name his moves after archer type thing. That would be like that would be like Cameron Grimes' gimmick being what it is. Like, if he just came, just because he came out to the ring and, like, did finger guns and, like, <laughs> they were, like, like little, bow, 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 like, little, little around his name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shooting shark, his I'm name. I'm a sharpshooter. Yeah. Pump, pump, pump. And they were, like, okay, he has to be a cowboy then. Uh, like, he's definitely he, a cowboy. He, he definitely. Yeah. It's like you sent a cowboy out there with a big gun and said, pow. Little banner. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what if it just said Jesus on the band? Jesus take the gun? Jesus take the gun? Nobody's taking my guns. <laughs> but so after that, we get the main of the event of... Main of the event? What are we... The main event <laughs> of the night, um, which is <laughs> Yushirai versus Mia Yim in a ladder match for an advantage in the women's board game match. So with that, Yushirai wins. I definitely love NXT. I have to say, for the most part, and I know the main roster is trying to do it, and they do, they give you those big women's matches, like the first ever women's Royal Rumble, the first ever women's Elimination Chamber match, the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania. That's all well and good. But I feel like, as far as the weekly shows go, NXT is the one that's pushing the boundaries (laughs) for the women's division. They just had a fucking ladder match on a weekly show for the women's division. Be like, ha our women can do brave things. And I love that. I love that. That's why the NXT women's division right now is my favorite women's division. Yeah. It's amazing. And the War Games match, I'm so excited. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> but uh, Io Shirai ends up winning. Um, Dakota Kai ends up getting involved. And then, um, the current NXT UK Women's Champion, who is actually on Shayna Baszler's team, uh, Kaylee, um, or Kaylee Ray, pardon me, <coughs> ends up attacking, uh, Kai and Yim, 
And that's how Shirai lose. Mm, definitely a great match. I love them both. I love everyone in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the match, uh, Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair decide that they're like, hey, let's come out and celebrate. What happened? And then guess who fucking Pizzy pops out? Bailey. <laughs> it's Bailey. 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 <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Basically, what she did right there, like a wacky inflatable dude that's. Well, I feel like what Bailey did. Like, <laughs> she's used to like, she like, she's like, she's so used to it. She's so used to it. Scare a bear. Go make I yourself can... big. Ah! That they're constantly trying to scare a bear away. They're <laughs> <laughs> just doing that shit all the time. The camper. But she's <laughs> saying, call me the camper. <laughs> they come oh out with God. like a bedroll on a big pack. And then time they just have bear mace and just bear mace somebody. Why would that? Hmm. Can we this <laughs> have a little pot with some beans in it. They just <laughs> swing it in their face. Beans, like, in the face. Yes. 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 And she hits me again with the hot beans. Thank <laughs> you, Mama Mia. <laughs> Mama Mia. Mama Mia. It's a spicy meatball. <laughs> so, in case you couldn't tell, Bailey was the one that was attacking all the women backstage. Oh. <laughs> She's the camper? What? And she also attacks Shayna, gets the best of Shayna, and then runs off into the back. Oh god. <laughs> See, when she turns face again, she's gonna be repackaged as the camper. Can't anything else you want. Fanatics, if you'd like to know her feelings on all this week, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> I guess. Because guess what? We don't care. We literally have been talking shit about Raw for 110 episodes. True. <laughs> if Very you don't true. get it at this point, it's not good right now. Nice. It'll probably get good. I don't want to say. Maybe it'll get good sometime here soon. There's always shooting stars, a brief highlight in all the, in all the yuckiness. But as of right now, we're choosing the past to speak on it. We've spoken all we could about it, and I'm just done. We're all done. We're done. The carny, the queen, the sleaze. We all just... What more can we say about it that we already haven't? <laughs> I'm feeling creatively tapped on the ways to describe how terrible Monday Night Raw is. <laughs> it's yeah. not good. There's only so many ways you can say it. It's bad. <laughs> raw is bad. Can we just make some shirts raw to say? Raw is bad. Yeah. Raw shit. <laughs> so instead, we're going to leave you with one last topic of discussion, and that is SmackDown is happening currently. As we speak. Um, and Bray Wyatt did reveal a new design for the Universal title, in which now it is blue instead of red. And I do have to say that I do like it more. You do. I was just wanting to throw my opinion out there. I don't really care. Yeah, I just think. What are you talking about liking SmackDown more? No, the what, Universal you? Bray Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got I got belt. confused. I, yes, no, I do like the blue more, actually. I was actually yeah. just watching a little thing a second ago, and I actually think it looks nicer. Like, comparatively, because they switched it, they did, like, a weird magic it's thing. Because, like, it's because it's blue is a calmer color? I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're red. I think, I think it's, it's just because it's brighter. I think it's same different, same. too. And that cobalt blue is always, it's a nice, it the always always just look like shit, though. It really did. That's why I don't well, not the only reason why I don't like the Universal title. It was also the shitty-ass matches you had to defend it. Right, I mean, that's probably part of it. But <laughs> regardless of that, I'm definitely digging the new vibes for the Universal title. And we're going to leave you on that note. So we're going to go ahead and sign off of this bitch. Bad bitch. But as, as always, please feel free to follow us on all of our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Instagrams. You can search us out by searching Who Cans the Pod, all over case all one word. You will see the big gold button pop up. It does have a microphone side plates. You should probably click it, like it, follow it, and love it. And as always, the most important places you can ever find us is on the places that you can hear these wonderful, lovely feminine voices of ours. (laughs) (laughs) And those places would be. (laughs) Shut bird. Those, again, those places where you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Puppy, <laughs> and Spotify. Again, just search through fans and pod all over case all one word. You will see the big gold belt and the microphone side plates. Click it, listen to it, like the track, and leave us a comment. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> And if you really like what you hear, you can always visit our Patreon page. Go to yeah. patreon.com forward slash three fans in the pot, all over case, all one word, and you will see our different reward tiers. You get to one tier, and by God, you'll get a goddamn wrestling gimmick brought to you by us. For pretty creative bitches, for creative juices, teeves. You heard her. Put our juices, Put juices to, to the use. The juices loose. Put the juices to the uses. Our juices the uses, and once the juices is looses, <laughs> shake your gooses. All of that more. That too. <laughs> and if oh, you Jesus. No, juices. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics, something you'd like to try and debate us on, because I'm waiting on someone to do that shit. Debate <laughs> Please email us at threefansnapod at gmail.com. Again, all over case, all one word. We will get back to you in a very angry fashion. <laughs> As always, Phoenix, stay clashy. Have a safe weekend. We fucking out this bitch. Yeah.